Amanda, do the intro. Three, two, one. Yay, we don't have an intro. This is the second episode of Three People on a Couch. The Yay. most the most straightforward podcast on the internet. Three people, we're on a couch. We're doing a podcast. I really like that we have a name now. Amanda, could you I give us a theme song? Mm, I'll really. give you a beat. <laughs> this kid with the copyrights, he just, <laughs> yeah, he's just killing me. Not, no. Christmas ones, he's like, I want no. you to sing Jingle Bells, the Michael Bublé version. Is Jingle Bells not copyrighted, is it? Let's not even touch Let's the not envelope try. Yeah. I want this wow. to be a non-denominational <laughs> type of podcast. Yeah, let's... What's going on in everyone's world? Well, mm-hmm. Can we talk about the coffee first? I, I think we yes. should acknowledge the coffee, yes. because I don't know what you did to it, but so you good. you elevated it quite a bit considering we had the same blend this morning and we were both a little underwhelmed with it. Yeah. And what did you add? Well, so my secret is, uh, and for everyone listening, you can try this at home. So your intention should be to put just a dash of cinnamon, but you should not secure the lid completely. So instead of putting a dash, half the bottle falls in <laughs> into the coffee. <laughs> And that's my secret. And then a pinch of pumpkin pie spice on top. And I noticed you did do a little Reiki on it before you put it through. <laughs> Wait, what? With intention. Yeah, he did a little energy work on it. I saw oh. him just <laughs> harnessing the energy of the beans. Yeah, but that's that's a L.A. thing, I yeah, think. You know, like, everyone does it. It almost has a sweet undertone to it, it's, but there's no really sugar good. in it at it's all. It's really good There's coffee. No sugar. The, well done, Brian. The Thank pumpkin you. pie makes it taste sweet. Like, it almost has, like, a pumpkin spice syrup. Yeah, in it, but it doesn't. Yeah, Old milk really would good. be nice in it too, little creamy texture. Yeah, now it's a lot of coffee talk. Oh, oh, I want to hear about your weekend, because last episode didn't we say that he yeah. was Brian was Brian went camping over the weekend. He was searching for something. There's about 22 people there. It's it was a lot of fun. So we uh, initially we got there, we played a few games like an opening circle to get to know each other, and this was deep in like Big Bear Mountains. Like it was like 30 minutes on a dirt road. Uh-huh. Up in the hills, right? Like okay. Way from civilization. And um, probably the biggest highlight is going to be we did a cacao ceremony. What's that? Cacao, cacao. ceremony? Yeah. So cacao is um, it's basically <laughs> like a, it's chocolate, right? Yes. Yeah, it is a chocolate. It's like really high grade chocolate. Uh-huh. I think it is chocolate, but I'm not positive. Cacao is the powder that you... That's coca. What's between cocoa and cacao besides the two letters at the end? Cacao is the powder. I don't know, to be honest. (laughs) If we're going to be honest here, I'm not sure the difference. But it tastes like chocolate. Okay. And it's legal. And um, But it it acts as a a way to sort of like uh, open up your blood vessels, right? Okay. So we we took this with a ceremony of that. And then we um, we did breath work. Wow. Have you done breath work before? No. You're familiar with it? No. So it's basically like um you know Wim Hof? Yeah, the is it the guy with the ice baths? Yes. Yeah. So he does a lot of this. So as we we sort of basically did this. Breathe in. But we're laying down. And did that for uh, a little over 30 also minutes. Also known as pregnancy. Training. A little over 30 <laughs> minutes. Honestly, like how many people were you? Uh, there's 22 of us. Twi- and and everyone most, does that? Yeah. And it's guided. So someone's guiding us through it. And there's music in the background. It was one of the most powerful meditative experiences I've ever done in my life. And I've done a lot of shit. From Vipassana in Vietnam to, to ashrams in India. This basically, like I'm not even, I'm not even shitting you, Amanda. The intensity of it. Some women were having full-on orgasms. Oh Guys were God. screaming. People were screaming. <laughs> screaming in pleasure or pain? Both. Oh, my God. Both. Uh, I cried for the first time in years. 
because your body takes you over cried? the first time in years. Wow. Yeah, it was that powerful. And just breathing. But you tap into something in your body to like store trauma and it gets released through that sort of exercise. Like with a lot of these like L.A. Because I, I really it's see this LA as that. Yes, it, it is. It is. It's a world thing. Breath work is not like Reiki. No, no, yeah, yeah. Reiki's Japanese. Breathing I, is so I get it. Reiki's Japanese. <laughs> Breathing is so like meditation. No, you know, originated from India, Japan, or all around. I Asia. get it, but it's just like an LA thing to do it from here and go to Big Bear and do it in like a big group because you you wouldn't see that many things in Sweden where we do that. So that's what I mean with LA thing. But I get it. Like, it's, well, I it's, think LA attracts us because LA is like a place where people are yeah. looking for spiritual growth because the yeah. place itself is so toxic. Yeah, right. People here are just so everyone's so lost. Partying, here. doing yeah. drugs, yeah. they're lost. Everyone wants to be an actor, director, producer, a model, and then end up just working at like the restaurant serving you drinks. Yeah, yeah. and the, while you're and you're they're serving you drinks, but then you were also working at another restaurant that other day. It's like that's LA. For the me. other the other morning, Brian had onions for breakfast. I said, "Dude, you need breath work." And before I knew it, he took off to Big Bear on a retreat. And I was like, "I meant like Listerine, <laughs> but." If you want to have a Kundalini awakening, yeah, I mean, Kundalini, I've never done that. What was that like? It's it's very similar. You do the breath of fire, you do the different. What is that? What is the breath of fire? It's a lot, it's like making yourself hyperventilate, basically. So, from what? No, because you have to just an example, not like don't well, hyperventilate. But usually, like <laughs> you're in you're in a different type of uh, position, like you're on your back or like just you're, like roughly. Is it similar to what I did? <laughs> Daddy, <laughs> it's a. It's I've a, done that. I've a, done that. It's a lot of that for maybe like 15 minutes. So you get to the point where your the oxygen that's flowing through you is in a completely different form, and that's when uh, I think those emotions start coming up. It's it's so it's it's very similar then. Yeah, to what I was doing. It's similar. Kundalini incorporates that. But also like the yoga, the stretching, and different things. You Where'd should, you do this at? There's a few places. There's one place on Highland called Golden Bridge. I don't know if it's still there. Then there was another place <laughs> called like um, Nine Treasures, which was I think it's still on Sunset in West Hollywood. I just signed up for Class Pass. Do you know what that is? No. It's so cool. They give you like credit. You pay like whatever, like to say eighty bucks a month, uh-huh. and you get a certain amount of credits, and you can use these credits at different gyms around LA. Oh, so I just signed up for that. Uh, well, I signed up initially two months ago, but then I used all my credits and got a massage. <laughs> and, and the reason I signed up again is because I want to do a Reiki session. Oh, uh, but it costs 50 credits, which is the equivalent of like $70. Oh, um, but you should be using Groupon for those types of things because that's where you get the deals. I should look into that because this is what you do. You go to one of these places and get the first time deal and you can get it for like maybe like forty, thirty dollars. You can get like a Reiki session. Then mm. the normal price is like one fifty. And like, all right, Stephen, want to make your second appointment? I'm like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't coming no, back no. here. I'm following the Groupon wherever it takes <laughs> me. I'm bopping around to get that deal. Have you, that's Amanda? Good. Would you be open to doing breath work or Reiki? Oh yeah. And letting us film it, and put it on the show. Maybe uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I mean, okay. Talk about it. How about you do it? Yeah, I mean, okay. And then tell us if you think it's all bullshit LA stuff, or if maybe there's something to it. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I mean, we could have our friend Helen on, and she could do. She could guide us and do some of her um, crystals and. Ooh. That would yeah. be kind of cool. That, that kind of stuff. And if, film if, it. Of course. Yeah, I mean, I'm on. I mean, because yes, you get very I, powerful. That's the thing. Like, I am. Are you ready interested? to orgasm on camera? <laughs> you said you went to OnlyFans, but we might get that oh, oh, big O out if of you. If we get a sponsor, if someone sponsored this, 
<laughs> I might. <laughs> Not Pornhub. We've got ClassPass. Who else can sponsor us? Uh, I know. We just want to drop Japan. every company we can think of here. Enron. I mean, yeah, but no, I'm, I'm can definitely. Can you imagine Enron sponsors us? <laughs> I get Enron stocks in my stocking every single Christmas. Someone's on the naughty list. I know. I was like, I wanted Tesla. <laughs> Thanks. I'll take what I can Do get. Do you know what Enron is, Amanda? No. So, Steve, do you want to explain it? It's a, it's a company that was. It, it's more of a lifestyle. It was a company <laughs> that basically they were like shorting all their stocks, and there's I think there was a huge like Ponzi scheme going on. So the the company just like went under in glorious fashion, and everyone that invested lost their money. So it's like a wow. I think they're out of like Texas. It was like a big story. You and know, then like, the owner um, apparently is supposed to face trial for like life in prison, yeah. and then had a heart attack yeah. a week before the trial and then had a closed casted funeral the next day so no one saw the body yeah drama so if we disappear after this podcast it's so crazy these white (laughs) white collar prisons it's like i have tennis today then we're gonna do uh, 18 holes and then i'm gonna go back to my cell i guess it's like a one bedroom one prisons are crazy (laughs) i was reading this book uh years ago it's called marching powder you guys heard of it no it's about a um british backpacker who is trying to like smuggle cocaine out of the um, the Amazon somewhere in Brazil or something, and he gets caught, and they throw him in prison. He ends up spending five years in prison in Brazil. But the prisons there, you pay money, and you can have more luxury. So if you pay, you can have a TV, but a I, maid, you can have a girls okay, wait, come over. Where was the where was this <laughs> prison? Seriously, this yeah, is, where uh, was like this prison? Was either Brazil or because I've heard a similar story about this crazy prison where well, it's he, like he this got famous hierarchy. Because of, um, uh, what is that travel site called? Not um, a Lonely Planet. So he got famous on Lonely Planet, so people would go to visit him, and he'd do tours of the prison as well for money. I think I've heard that story. What yeah. Is that? yeah. I can't remember. It's South America. It kind of makes sense. These prisons are businesses, and they figure if people yeah. have money to spend while they're in there, we're not tapping our resources. He got no. so much money from the tours that he then opened up restaurants inside the prisons, <laughs> and then hired workers to work, like hired inmates to work at the restaurants. Are you sure you could just have girls over though? That's you have to like, pay. You have to pay. Oh. so... So it's not like on the books. These people want to be paid off. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I imagine you got to pay the guards. It sounds everything. like a freshman dorm. It's like a theme party. It's felons and melons this Saturday. <laughs> like, wear your best orange jumper, ladies. That's what it <laughs> seems like to me. But it, it makes sense because all these, a lot of these foreign countries, like, you can bribe your way into and out of things. Yeah. It's a crazy book, though. Highly recommend it. I feel like you can do that here too, but there's a higher standard. You have to be playing with millions, not you can't give like a hundred dollars. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What can I get? Here's twenty bucks. I mean, honestly, if you're have enough money, you probably don't even have to go to jail. Exactly. When you have so much money, you so come above the law. I have right? a question. Yeah. Um, Amanda, Steve, do you guys normally twin, or is it just special occasion for today? Oh. You know what's funny? I'm wearing the same outfit you wore last time. I thought there was a chance that you were going to wear it too, and I was just going <laughs> to not say <laughs> anything. <laughs> that would have been really funny if we're all wearing the same we're outfit. All wearing. Should but I, I d- change? No. But it, I mean, I have my 70s jeans on. We we are twinning. I just noticed. Yeah. This. We're like Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> if I was blonde. <laughs> that I mean, would be funny if I was. This is a classic look like a white tee and yeah. jeans, a black tee and jeans. You would know. Yeah, you the, rock. Yeah, that's you my do. Look. Five out of six days. So you guys have stolen the signature Brian Siegel look. Yeah, Is sorry. I feel like this was like the look I wore to pass off as straight most of my life. It's just like you do look straight. <laughs> it's working. 
no, it's also the look when you don't have the t- a ton of money to spend on clothes. Is it? I think so. Yeah, definitely. Do people look at us and think, oh, they don't have a ton of like money? Like these guys that you see wearing these like, even like Supreme or these brands out on Fairfax, shirts are like $300. Yeah. For Supreme? This shirt? is like, yeah, for some of them, some of them on the Fairfax district, this like streetwear type of clothing this shirt it's like a pack of these is ten dollars but some shirts it's like the yeezys or like kanye west clothes it's like 300 400 dollars for one piece of it yeah it's just not worth it it's all about the fit i feel like how 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 it fits and certain colors look better on people than others i like having a tan and wearing Hanes. I like my <laughs> I like my shirt brand to match my underwear. Just call this the sponsor us podcast. <laughs> Please. Did you the ever sponsor you us? Know? Hey, thanks for to the spon- sponsor us podcast. You ever, I just want everyone to sponsor us. <laughs> you remember uh you know the Mandela effect? Yeah. Have you heard the one for like Fruit of the Loom? You know Fruit, Fruit of the Loom? No. Is, I think it's an underwear brand. Mm-hmm. Um I think the the Mandela effect is that people remember Fruit of the Loom, the logo having like a cornucopia of fruit. In mm-hmm. it, but apparently that ne- that's never existed. They've never had a cornucopia of fruit next to their brand. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Are you like, sure? I don't know yeah. this brand. No, wait, so. Fruit Loom definitely has grapes next to them. I might hang be. On, hang on, hang on. I might be okay, getting it wrong, but what? Just search fruit. Search Fruit of the Loom Mandela effect because there's something what involving it. Effect? It means there's a group memory of something else. In another reality, yeah, images. Yeah, bro, it's got, it's got fruit. All right, type in. <laughs> <laughs> my, my apologies. Loom. Type in fruit of the loom Mandela effect. There is something Mandela about it. Mandela effect. Yeah. Okay, here we see it. So Mandela effect. Can you explain that? What that means? The Mandela effect. It originated from uh, Nelson Mandela, and people thinking that he was. He's st- dead. Right, that he he died in prison. That he died in prison, but he never did. And there was this group memory that that happened. And there's a, what's the one with Fruit of the Loom? Uh, I'm trying Wait, to find this, it. Uh, one article says. Fruit what Loom, uh, the Fruit of the Loom logo has never had a cornucopia in the background. This Wait, is what's not, a cornucopia? It's oh, oh it's, so it's it's the the basket that's holding it. That's what it is. It never had the cornucopia. Wait, now cornucopia it, is a basket. A cornucopia yeah, is like a basket of that, like that produce. One. This is the actual one, but yeah, everyone remember. Do you remember it being a basket or just the fruit? Just the fruit. So no loom. This so fruit. then you had no no. What's effect. a loom? A loom is when a man and a woman. Uh, I don't. I don't even know to be honest. It's been looming over me all day. Like, what is a loom? I really don't even know. But I guess the Mandela effect was that there was a cornucopia. So everyone yeah. thought Mandela was dead, or he died in prison. Yeah, and I mean, it's the same. Yeah, but he never did that. But so many people like remember it and think that the, uh, it's the same with the Monopoly guy. Wait, one of the most well-known examples of the Mandela effect is the collective memory of a movie called Shazam. Yes, with Sinbad. Do you that remember was the a movie. No, it wasn't. What do you mean? It was never a movie. Shazam. I, I remember. He's a genie. Yep, everyone says it's not what? a movie. Doesn't exist. Wait, wait, hang on. <laughs> no one can, wait, produ- no one can produce a copy of the movie. There was a, a shared memory from a ton of people that Sinbad, who's a comedian and actor, he was in a movie called Shazam where he played a genie who was granting this kid a bunch You're of wishes. You're messing with me. Of course there is. It doesn't exist, and no one can ever produce a copy of it. What do you mean it doesn't exist? Find it. Wait, dude. No, what? There was Kazam, which was Shaq, 
It was similar, and everyone had. I haven't Kazam. See, I. Oh yeah. You're thinking, of, but there, there's this memory of Shazam, Sinbad. Does it just sound similar. No, there's even this. I have an image in my head of Sinbad actually in this like genie attire. Yeah. No. What do you mean no? I had the same. No. So there's no one in a genie attire. That never happened. Sinbad never was. Who was? Shaq, but not in the same not in the same way you think. He wasn't dressed in the same way. If you type in Sinbad Shazam and go to Google Images, I think there will be an image of what you think it is, but it doesn't exist. What? But like the most famous one I know, it's the Monopoly guy. What is that one? Like you know Monopoly. We're just gonna wait for Brian here to 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 let this fact go in. Brian, wait a minute. Star Wars. What does Darth Vader? Guys, this is big. What does Darth <laughs> Vader say to Luke? Luke, I am your stepfather. No, really. What, what does he say? No, he says, "I am your father," but he doesn't say Luke. Hey, how'd you know that? Because I I know all the Mandela, she knows the Mandela effects. Effect. Wait, what? Yeah. How do you know that? What? Because Mandela no. effects are pretty popular. Yeah. And the one that blew me away when I was a kid, it's the Monopoly guy. You remember the logo? It's uh-huh. the guy with the mustache. Yeah. And so many people remember him having He's him. a monocle. Yeah, no. What do you mean? He no? doesn't have that. What? Are you guys just messing so with No. Do you want to know what the Mandela effect is? This is what I've heard. It's the collective consciousness shifting to a parallel timeline. And we still have some remnants of the other timeline where we have this. Really? Our consciousness has this shared memory of the other timeline, but we're not on it anymore. So the whole past has changed and we're on a completely different parallel time stream now. We have a completely different past. This is why we feel like we can all say, no, I remember it. I remember it. We all remember it, but there's no evidence of it because we're on a completely different discrete parallel track with a different history. This is crazy. Wait, I feel like. <laughs> You're just like, you see, he doesn't have it. He must have dropped it. <laughs> no, he never had it. He, what? Ha- I know, but that that is my favorite because I clearly remember that he had a one of those round ones. Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't. I remember ha- him having contacts, but I had a different <laughs> version. I know like the later one he has LASIK, so I, kids have different interpretations. Yeah, of first it started with this one. And then yeah, exactly. Right. And then I, he I, he I had glaucoma on the one I got. Shazam is not... Wait, but Shazam was a movie made recently. No. Yeah, there was a movie called Shazam came out with that one actor uh, like two years ago. They d- did that, obviously, yeah, to a nod to the Mandela effect, probably. Is that why? Because yeah, the Shazam probably. Mandela effect but is Shazam, one of the biggest I ones. Was a um, a cartoon character? No, it's it's Sinbad, the actor, comedian. Like I, now I feel like I'm not an American. You're which not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm blown Good. away by this. This Shazam, is how I want to spend. I don't. Okay, so Shazam was a movie that came out in 2019. Okay. This one allegedly came out in the 90s, the one you're thinking of. That's um, the Sinbad one that doesn't exist. That is so <laughs> interesting. Just, a whole movie that whole, doesn't whole, exist? Wait, yeah, Shaz- Sinbad Shazam, the strange case of a movie that doesn't exist. There's people that swear they had it on VHS. I d- dude, I might oh, still right. have it. <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> and if I, I have it, what does it mean? If you have it. If you have it, you're, you're going to become the front page of Reddit. Yeah, you're going to be famous. So wait, there's no movie of of um, of Sinbad coming out as a genie. That doesn't. There's no such thing. He nope. never played a genie. Nope. He's even said himself, I never played a genie in a movie. 
Illuminati. That's it. I remember this hap. This doesn't make sense. <laughs> oh my God, you guys are so, fucking with me. You're so worked up. This is just the nature of reality, and you're shifting through timelines, and you need to accept that. Okay. <laughs> Wait. That is crazy, dude. Well, there was a movie with another guy. There was Kazam with Shaq. But there's two different there's two different movies in everyone's memory. There's a reason why we have these Mandela effects, and it's Wait, because of what's what Kazam I, about. Kazam is Shaq granting kid a kid oh, wishes. Yeah. Close enough. No, there's so many people, myself included, that had this image in our mind of Sinbad playing a genie, and you can even like see the cover of it because the genie that Shaq plays does not look the same. These guys play a genie. Yes. Oh, okay. So do you still believe the Mandela effect? No. This is you having <laughs> no. to logic. It. You yeah, have to logic it because if this is true, then everything else is Luke, up for interpretation. I am your father. This he does. He doesn't say Luke. He doesn't. No, say Luke. he says I'm your father. <laughs> I am your. Father. So many people add that like Luke part. <laughs> hey I you. Know. Hey buddy, I am your father. Dude, excuse me. I am your father. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, I am your father. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'll, when great. it comes to 16-year-old Luke, you are the father. <laughs> you are our father. There's also but, the paternity tester back. But you I mean, I think it's really interesting with that fact because I remember when I discovered it, and it was with the Monopoly guy, obviously. But I never heard that theory about why it occurs. Yes, that's. That's Are we going to go there? That's my understanding. No, but he already told us, you know? Yeah. Oh. No, but Ryan I just doesn't like accept that explanation, but I believe that that is what's happening. It's happened multiple times. Not to No go pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not to go too deep into the, the rabbit hole, but um, it's happened. it happened another time that I've heard um, revolve around the assassination of JFK. That was another time where we switched, we switched timelines in the 60s. I think we mentioned JFK in the the last one too, so I'll just I'll just say it. What I, what I've heard, allegedly, JFK disclosed extraterrestrials, and the public went into a mass panic, went into psychosis, couldn't handle that information, and it led down a timeline where society was basically imploding. So the whole collective shifted into a parallel timeline, like went to sleep, woke up the next morning in a different timeline with a completely different history, and. He never said that. He was still president. And then before he had the chance to say that, because it rewound, so to speak, they assassinated him to prevent him from disclosing that. That is so weird. Yeah, that was a huge effect of it. It was the collective consciousness wasn't ready to handle that information. You can even see. So essentially, this is one of those, like, if you could go back in time and kill baby Hitler, would you do it situations except for... He wasn't a baby, and they killed JFK. So <laughs> he wasn't saying, a baby. <laughs> in this, in this theory, not saying I believe in it, but in this theory, it's basically saying that JFK was responsible for the demise of the world. The demise, in a way, of but, America. But it, it was really because the consciousness wasn't ready for it. Now they're massaging this information into us, and if they say extraterrestrials are real for sure, people aren't even going to care. They're like, what of my stimulus check? Like people, <laughs> people, people have literally during the <laughs> pandemic when New York Times had that bombshell report about the UFOs and how that the, all these military people who recorded it was all real. Yeah, I asked people as front page and I was like, no one cares. Yeah, no one cared. I was like, do you have the UFOs? I was like, yeah, I think I saw something, but I was like, you saw something about the government admitting that there's these UFOs that don't know what they yeah. are, where they come from. Yeah. But literally, like, it's did you get your four stimulus pe- check? People are so tra- <laughs> people are so traumatized that they I don't even care. I also want a stimulus check. You, can you get one? 
No. I've told people like there's extraterrestrial ships that are going to be landing soon, and the only thing they care about do we have to be vaccinated to get on it? And I was like, oh my god, you're, you're missing <laughs> the point. And and yes, three boosters. Yeah, you, you need you need three. You need Pfizer. <laughs> what if like it was only like oh like Americans can't come, but Canadians can come on the ship? Well, I already heard Ooh. you have to bring girls, or you're not going to get on the ship. Like Probably. the ETs, like, they're not, they're, for guys, there are uh. like hey, I, we're full right now, guys. We'll take oh, hold on, a group of girls. Yeah, we can fit four. Oh yeah, yeah, that that's that that's, that's an going to be. that's an interplanetary phenomenon it's not exclusive to the earth they're always if there was one place in la that was most likely to secretly be run by aliens like one like bar a bar which bar in la (laughs) would you think would be most likely run by aliens in la um probably one in like topanga area since it's so clandestine and it's really cool it's very artsy little village i've never been to topanga me neither let's go Right now? Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. It's supposed no, to be really cool. Like, I feel like I keep hearing that's like. I spent a month there one night, two weeks ago. A month there and one night. A month there one night. It's like a saying that like, it felt like a long experience oh. was when I spent a month uh, there one night. Oh, right. Oh. Actually, Kr- actually, Kramer says it once uh, in Seinfeld. He's like, I spent a month there one night. He said, he also, this is an offshoot of one time, he said, like, you know, I just, I spent the, uh, spent the weekend at Liza's. And then Joey's like, Manelli's? He's like, no. <laughs> they like walks out the door. <laughs> I feel like I get a lot of my inspiration from him. But yeah, Topanga. Are you a big Larry David fan? Yeah, I am. Do you watch Curb? Yeah. Really? I do. And I was I actually, I'm in, I'm in background in an episode. Oh, shut out. up. What were you going to say about Curb? <laughs> <laughs> I've never watched, um, I've never watched a full episode of Curb. Well, I should start now. Should I? Why I've don't you never watch watched it? it. It's really, really funny. Wait, what did you guys both just say at the same time? <laughs> I said you should, and she said I never watched it. Uh, I I really do a curb watching party. How come you've never watched it? Never watched it. You don't like watching scripted comedies. Mm. No. Ah, some I like some. I like like dark comedies, like things like um, not even so dark, but even things like uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. Uh, Hilarious. Like that John Apatow stuff. Like I find him. Judd Apatow. What did I say? John Apatow. He's Let's a pedi- he's a podiatrist. We're gonna <laughs> <laughs> John Apatow. Yeah. <laughs> Get your his stuff. Um, like Anchorman. An- uh, I really the first time I watched Anchorman, Anchorman so I hated fun. it. I loved it. Really, and the second it's time, the I best. Loved it. It's so good. It's, it's, it's a so good. Walk, it's actually, a quote machine. It's the biggest yes, quotable movie yes. of our life. Honestly, when did that come out? Two thousand. Yeah, he's better. So I would have been what, like seven, six, fourteen, fourteen, two thousand four. What? No, fourteen. I think I was like I was born in ninety. You were so fourteen, fifteen when it came out. Yeah, it was PG thirteen. I remember seeing. You have no excuse. No, no, I saw it with my sister, but she hated it so much. She's like, we have to relieve it. Are you kidding me? What? If my sibling did that, I would say we're good. Like we're good for a while. That's a memory from a different parallel timeline. But it could be. (laughs) I'll call my sister and be like. Did you walk out? She's like, what are you talking no, about? No, your like, sister went. She goes, this movie sucks. Let's watch Shazam. Like, yes, yeah, Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, that is like wait, the best we, movie. Wait, hang on, hang on. The best comedy. I, I feel, who can we call right now and ask about Shazam live on the podcast? Helen. Let's, let's try this. Okay. Isn't she at work? Oh, is she? She might be. We'll see. See what it, she says. It is 2 o'clock on a Tuesday. We just think, let's call this person and make him be on the podcast. Let's party. call him. <laughs> we don't have a job. It's just calling, but that's it. 
I'll put the dial tone in the post. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I think it's funny because you say it's so quotable. Yeah. Anchorman. And it yeah. really is like I quote so much from it and I don't even realize that not everyone has seen oh, no. it and that it's not a cult classic. Yeah. Because I, I go like Scott, Scotch. Uh, Scotch. I love Scotch. <laughs> I love Scotch. Yeah, but I saw you it know, again. and I stuff like that. It's when I saw it older, like in your my sister 20s. tainted your memory of it, I think. I still enjoyed it. It's it's so good. I think Will Ferrell. <laughs> I think Wolf that was his best work. <laughs> there was a girl uh, my <laughs> freshman dorm in Boston who everything she said was an anchorman quote. Like, oh, hey, Laura, how how was dinner last night? It was amazing. I, was like, <laughs> I love her already. It, was like, it, got, it got excessive. Actually, though. Wait, some excessive. people actually developed anchorman personalities. They yes. still have it. Yes, because I think it, it was a good comedic personality so where people fun. can connect with you and like oh anchorman it's it was almost they forgot they were doing it i've yeah. met people like this it's it was that quotable his character was that larger than life it was oh. he really was it was incredible yeah it re- he's done some amazing work they made the sequel I, I don't remember anything of the sequel do you do you remember there was a sequel there was no sequel shazam 2 yeah <laughs> no anchorman 2 they never made anchorman 2 <laughs> yes there was I'll yeah i remember it. that no there, no it was are you are you messing with us do not feel me hitting your elbow to go along with me <laughs> i've seen the movie amanda in america when i nudge you it means go along with me let's <laughs> talk about plants baby let's, let's talk, talk about, about you and me Did, gotta edit that out I, too. yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> so what is going on in everyone's love lives What's everyone's love language? How about um, that? I want to hear what Amanda's love life is going on, and then we get to the love languages. I want to hear love <laughs> languages first, though, as a as a precursor to this. My love language is acts of service, whether it's UNICEF, picking up trash on the side of the freeway. Those type <laughs> of acts, they get me off, and it's a tax write-off. Now, my, mine is touch um, and acts of service. I honestly don't know my lo- love language. There's a book. I have it. It's yeah, like, and it's, I've read it. It's. <laughs> I, hon- I honestly have read it, but I don't know There's what. Look, my- I have it. Yeah, I've read it, but I have no idea. It's it's like I have still no idea what my love language. So it's is. like touch, gifts, act, acts of service. I do it all. Exactly. That, that's how I feel too. Why do I have to choose one? Well, like no. I want to be touched, but that kitchen floor is not gonna clean itself. You know, I need, I need both, and I want gifts. Everyone has. Um, so yeah, obviously everyone. No one's like, oh, why'd you get me a gift? I hate you. No. Like, everyone likes all of these, but people, certain people will like ones more than others. That is true. I so, have, especially in LA. <laughs> yeah, except it's like, oh, thanks for the hug, but I wanted a ring. What do you think yours is? True. Like, if a guy um, sent you flowers one day, or like a cute some chocolate, just for no reason. Yeah, that's or, cute. Or if or like, so do you like these sort of things, or like, do you like more like if someone like hugging you or. Uh, the other one is affirmations like you're doing a great job and that's important to me too even more so than gifts it's like oh i apple watch but he didn't say he loves me you know <laughs> i got a range rover but yeah. i don't know where we stand the range rover but it was a lease <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sucks <laughs> it was getting, re- getting repaid i mean when it comes to love language i don't know because before when i was younger i had so such a hard time with touch like I I was very sensitive to touch, like, from everyone. It was like I would have felt this, that we're connecting right here. I would have felt that so, like, super strong. But right now, I feel like I like touch more. I like to hug and, you know. So I guess your love language can change then. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I think it can and change I as think, you grow. And get yeah. Older. As you work I through, like, in- intimacy challenges, you're like, yeah. okay, I'm more comfortable 
with this now? I mean, for me, I think I have like um, issues with trust. So. Can I borrow a thousand dollars? No. Why? Because I don't trust you. <laughs> I have trust issues. You won't even let me. <laughs> you won't even let me plug your iPhone into my computer because it says you trust this device. And you're like, I'm not ready. I'm to not. Do this I'm with not you. ready for a commitment like, right this isn't now. An Apple thing. <laughs> no, but I like all of the lo- all right, love let's languages. Let's say you met a guy, yes. right? And he was okay. perfect in every way except he never said positive things to you. He never said <laughs> negative things either. He never okay, said wait. Po- he never was like you he look ne- beautiful or like wow I love that dress or like. Like you just radiate today. He doesn't say anything okay. at all. Didn't ever compliment you. He never didn't put you down, you but just was in a different. And never w- put you down. It's just neutral and kind of like, are oh, you ready to go? Like, yeah. You get dressed up to go out for fancy dinner. It's like, all right, you ready? Not like, oh my god, babe, you look, you look amazing. Is that important to you? I mean, but that is such a weird question because it's important to everyone. Well, right? This is like, about you. Of course, it's but important. He, but he he was great with physical touch. He always gave you gifts. But he never said anything positive about me. Or negative. <laughs> he was just neutral. Or negative. So he's not. She's dating a robot. Basically. Yeah. Hello, my man. I'm, I'm dat- <laughs> dating someone that cannot communicate. Okay. You should hear him dirty talk. Zero, one, one, zero, one. <laughs> zero, one, one, one. Yeah, because, yeah, if he can't say anything negative, so he can't do dirty. D- but then he can't do dirty talk either, right? <laughs> I mean. You dirty slut. <laughs> he's like. <laughs> You <laughs> can't do that. No, you can do that. You can do that. You can do that. But I like, I'm never going to compliment you in normal day-to-day life. I like dirty acts of service. That's what dirty I like. Dirty acts of service. Dirty fucking trash cans. Someone <laughs> needs to take you out and throw you in the Or what about, <laughs> okay. what about if he like hated cuddling? Like He's um, fine with sex, but he hated cuddling. Does anyone call it cuddlingus? <laughs> you know, like cuddlingus, but cuddlingus? Yeah. I had a very hard time to cuddle. Before. Oh, so you don't like to cuddle? I didn't like to cuddle. I think I would enjoy it more now. Would you? When's the last time you cuddled? What are we four? <laughs> <laughs> Should we have a cuddle podcast where we're all like cuddling, talking? Would you consider? You want to be a big spoon or a little spoon? Are you verse spoon? I don't know. I'm. Wait. So gross. after you hook up, after you hook up with a guy, you don't cuddle at all. You can be small. And I big. like being big spoon so most of the time. It's more comfortable. Do you hook up? No, hook not up? with the hair. I mean, what? I do it before. Do you cuddle after you? Hook up? I do it during. Uh, yeah, I, ideally, not not always. Like I pre- prefer that. That's just as important to me. To the intimacy, the affection, affection. Everyone wants affection. That's the underlying impetus for the sex most of the time you want to be made love to you want to make love you don't want sometimes you just want it to be physical but if you're not having affection intimacy you're you're not gonna feel fulfilled in a relationship Uh, i'm not at least so you don't cuddle after you're just like that was sick (laughs) you 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 cuddle (laughs) like sick bro you bomb like you definitely (laughs) (laughs) no no no. we talk about you know who you know her. Do we want to talk a little 23 and me? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what I admit it. I admit it. What do you admit? I have been sleeping with a 23-year-old. Just like you guys just go to bed together? Like you just trying out mattresses? Like, <laughs> no. So and how's that going? Uh, it's going no more. Oh, it ended. Uh, yes, oh. because Congratulations. Yeah, I mean he's twenty three. Congratulations! I mean, come on. Hey, <laughs> I'm really happy for you. I mean, the the thing that sucks about it though is that I finally found someone to have sex with, and now I cannot anymore because he's twenty three, 
and just immature because when, he's 23. When a guy says he wants How old to you? 28 soon. When Wait, he's three years younger than four years. Five. Three. Five. <laughs> when I you edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> your math is your problem. I know, that's. I'm, 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 I'm he, I mean, there, there's a there's a big maturity gap when a guy's asking to see your tits because he needs breast milk. You know, he's probably too young for you. Yeah, I should have seen that. Yeah. So, how <laughs> he long? Do anything with how long did it? In the bottle. I don't it wasn't that long. It was like two weeks when we constantly hooked up. Oh, it was just a two week thing. Yeah, it was just a fling. But the thing is, it's big to me because that was the first person I had sex with after my ex boyfriend. How long ago was that? About eight inches. <laughs> But <laughs> about six months ago. Okay, so you felt like um, it was more than just sex. You were developing feelings. I mean, not really, but you know how it is when you haven't had sex in a while? <laughs> and then you're like, oh, is this... And especially when he was younger and immature, it's like, what what are we doing and how yeah. are we doing this? Because it's, I think it's hard to have just a fuck buddy relationship. Yeah, I think to the age difference, even though maybe I didn't do my math right before, <laughs> there is a huge difference between being 23 and being 28. You're almost like oh, yeah. 30. Yeah. You're more serious. You're career driven. Yeah. You want to like build something. You, you know, you're not looking to like just have fun and party. And yeah. And by I mean, 23, you're looking to have fun and party. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. I mean, no, it's nothing wrong. And he yeah. will he will meet a beautiful girl in five years that is 18 years old. And then they're going to end <laughs> up marrying. You know, that's honestly like I should probably if I'm going to date someone. Yeah. He have to be at least 35. Right. In my you want book. someone who has their shit together. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That, that's There's nothing wrong with that. And that's good. But also 23 in L.A. is usually the maturity is much lower than maybe 23 in. Oh, yeah another city anywhere where else. it's anywhere like else. Oh, yeah. they have their own yeah. business they do this they have For the sure. flow of life down here 23 is like oh you're i mean there are some 23 year olds here that are like i'm an entrepreneur and stuff like that that tries to have their shit together but they're still Wait, 23 i took a screenshot of something I wanna, okay i want to show it to you do it and maybe see if you can put this up on the camera so this is about la right reality okay wait insta sorry insta bio uh, can you want to blockchain enthusiast, cryptocurrency um, influencer, um, chief visionary, serial entrepreneur, um, founder, uh, empowering, life coach, father, transcender, top 1% of LinkedIn profiles, speaker, TEDx. That's instant bio than reality, unemployed. Exactly. It's like, what do you do? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a I'm a Reiki influencer that trades crypto and I do DoorDash. It's like, oh, okay. So yeah, that's the thing. How's like, the uh, but that's the thing. Like, so if I'm gonna go out dating now, it's gonna be hard because everyone's gonna be an actor or producer, and then when you scratch the surface, you're like. DoorDash, isn't it? It's DoorDash. <laughs> What's wrong with acting? You know, he, he had this amazing like that. Versace suit on, and once I got the jacket off and finally undressed him, DoorDash T-shirt. I knew it. <laughs> DoorDash. Damn he it. was good. He got me going for a while. He took me into Mastros, and everything was good. And then I heard that heard that notification go off, and he's like, "I gotta go to Wendy's. I gotta pick it up. Five fifty. Yeah, I think there is. That's a lot of people here, but it's because it's a super creative city and. Creativity doesn't pay for a while, if ever. It's yeah. a dreamer city. So a lot of people come here from other places. They want to run away from their lives or they want to reinvent themselves. And there's not much of a linear path. Whereas if I know I want to do accounting, I graduate with an accounting degree right. from a business school at 21. I'm going to be at Price Waterhouse at 23. I'm a 
junior account manager yeah. at Ernst yeah. & Young or something. That's that's every, though, uh, creative profession. Artist, unless you're working for, like, a, a big company as a graphic designer, if you're freelancing and trying to make it, I mean, you have to have survival jobs. I know, but th- that's but LA the thing. is just, like, the, like, the epicenter of that. And it's a lot of people who, like, call themselves an actor, a singer, a director, but they don't do anything ever. They're not in any acting classes. They've never been on set. They don't even do, like, they don't do whatever that is. They just call themselves that until they don't. I know, and but that's kind of what I like. I didn't like it in the beginning when I first moved here because I'm coming from a, you know, a country even where everything is supposed to go, you know, the accounting path kind of. But now I really have learned to appreciate this creativity and, you know, all the people and so having the freedom of no doing no. what? Uh, <laughs> like what? <laughs> When you hear the Uber Eats notification go off at the altar, damn it, he got me this far. <laughs> I'll be right back. I swear, it's it's just a quick. It's ten items, ten miles. I'll be right back. I mean, yes. I mean, it's it's gonna be hard to go out and date men or guys or. Do you feel like it's difficult to date here? Like, I mean, I Sweden, haven't really. You think you'd have it locked down. You'd be married. Oh yeah, yeah, in Sweden, I would have been. You know, home, but th- the problem in Sweden is that then I would also have that linear job position, and then I would have my my boyfriend or my husband with the same and linear boyfriend and husband, boyfriend <laughs> and husband, <laughs> both of them having the same <laughs> linear job, but and and then you, kids and you know like a house. Would and a you dog be fulfilled with that? No, so I'm happy. Would you I'm be mad. willing to date? Say you meet a guy, he's 35 years old, uh-huh. he's everything you you can imagine. He even does all the little acts of service, mm-hmm. and compliments. <laughs> he does everything but, <laughs> all the lo- love language but yes he's a um he's an entrepreneur he's trying to launch his business but he's he works at a restaurant full-time currently at 35 <laughs> 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 all right we'll be right back after the break <laughs> okay, but that is such a say hard no more. <laughs> say no more okay you answered it yeah. Okay. Yes. No. I I would date him. You would. I would probably. I don't believe that. Yes, because he's a dishwasher. He's like I, I'm not even a server yet. Like I'm just comfortable doing like the glasses. But it all depends on his plate. personality. Like you can tell if a person is like, I want to launch a business someday, yeah. and then you're like, okay, but do it. But if he's like, okay, I need to do this because of money. But I'm really into yeah. it. You can kind it of. It depends on the potential yeah. you okay. s- you see in them. What about if he wasn't drive? ambitious at all, but he was so caring and loving, and like his dream in life was to be the best husband and the best dad. That sounds so cute, though. <laughs> <laughs> this moment brought I'm you by Hall Mike. <laughs> but there's things to consider. What if you want to live in LA off of that salary, and you're expecting? Are you going to be stressed out at that point if you're about to bring a kid in the world and your husband's elbow deep in Clorox? Yeah, I mean. The problem is I think it should be a balance and I can honestly say that I want the guy that I'm, you know, seeing. Obviously, you cannot force or like feelings or, or something like that. But I really hope that I marry a little bit wealthy, not because I'm shallow, not because I need the Porsche and the Chanel bag, but just just like you say just to secure a little bit for the future because I do want kids in the future. So, yeah, I would definitely be stressed out if he did, didn't have that. What, ab- what about you, Stephen? Do you want Amanda's kids? Do I want Amanda's <laughs> kids? Do you want my kids? I would, but I don't have the wealth. <laughs> I have the dishwashing abilities. I, f- I feel like I don't look for wealth per se, but I look for ambition and 
a lot of times that goes hand in hand, but I'd rather pick someone who is broke but has the drive and ambition and I see us succeeding and winning together than someone who has it all already but we don't have as much of a connection. So the the connection is more on the wealth, but the people I'm attracted to are ambitious people anyways and that I know is- that it'll eventually lead right, to some I kind got, of abundance. I got a hypothetical for you. For me? Yeah. I just need to say this say really it, quick please. because it's a little bit what you're saying because I had this question because my long lifelong crush has been Seth MacFarlane. You know that. Right. And someone asked me like what if he didn't have all that money and the fame if he just lost it all. But I'm like, yeah, so what? Because it has to do with his personality. Just like you said, like his drive, his ambition about creating and he's creating all these different kind of areas he not only does family guy you know he does music and you know produce movies so yes it's all about his personality so it's not about the money if you're like having a crush on a someone that you know got the money from their parents or stuff like that then it's a little bit harder so, yeah, I totally feel you when you say that someone should be ambitious. Shit. You know what I just realized? Last night was the fucking Powerball, and I missed it. What? Powerball? Powerball. Was it that yesterday? The, lo- the lottery? Yeah, it was half You follow bi- that? Well, I just saw um, it's half. It was at the Korean spa yesterday, and they were playing it in one of the Jim Jabong rooms. And it was <laughs> up to 500. <laughs> it was up to $500 million. So you're thinking about wealth because Have we're you ever speaking heard the, about the manifesta- manifestation technique to win the lottery. No, what is no, it? No, what is it? You can do it in a depends on your skill level, but you can do it basically in 30 days if you really, really build up the excitement of what it feels like to win, and you really own that sensation and feeling viscerally through your body. And you, if I just gave you a million dollars, you'd feel a certain sensation, right? You feel an extreme rush of excitement. That excitement is just being produced by your brain now. If you can produce those sensations and feelings within your consciousness and your body, then you're going to have to get a manifestation in the physical reality that matches it because it's all a mirror. It's all a mirror reflection of what you're putting out and where you're vibrating. So this technique, I've seen YouTube videos on it. Basically, for 30 days straight, you focus on that feeling. You convince yourself you already won the lottery. Where did it happen? How did it feel? What were the numbers you picked? And then once you're inspired to go get that ticket, these people, they don't win $500 million, but I think one woman won like 50K and you win something if you can actually focus on that. But so often our frequency is getting tugged at from the outside world all the time and all the stresses and just like the muddy soup that goes on within our mind that we don't have a strong belief system of abundance or wealth and we have trouble sticking to that momentum it's like oh i i I can win a million dollars i can do it but it's not in front of me right now and this is actually my life that's not true that was just like a funny funny thing we we talked about that's not real this is my real life this is who i actually am but people that really can meditate and focus on that it works and it works all the time in negative and positive ways why aren't you doing it um i don't know it's it's core beliefs of momentums that make it difficult to stay on that track I'm going to practice that. <laughs> I'm going to practice my we, frequency of getting rich. I, I just feel it. We, sh- we well, should. How about if any of us win the lottery, we split it? Why are you trying to hijack our manifestations? He wants a manifestation commission. If you won, you wouldn't split it with us. Well, we can say it on camera, and then you video evidence. Do you want okay. To- okay. But we all have to buy tickets. I'm gonna be, we're going to be meditating. And you're Fine. Gonna, how about this? this voice. Okay. Hey, I'm sorry to come into your, uh, all- your meditation right now, but... 
playing. Get, okay, get next episode, we're going to have our ticket. Confirmed. Ooh, next episode. Okay. And how about this? The, uh, the winner keeps only has to give the other two 5% each. No. You want to split three ways? Yeah, we split three ways. How about we all buy three tickets and we split whatever the winnings are three yeah, ways? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I will do that. Even if it's a million dollars, I'll yeah, split it. Yeah, so next week we're we have it on camera. We're going to have it's legally binding. three lottery tickets. Would yeah. you do that if you won a million dollars? Would you give three tickets? He would not. I like, I like not. how you, you're like, he, Brian, hasn't said yes yet. Let me uh, well, clarify. I saw, look on your on face. I saw a look on your face, and you would find some way to be like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I bought the ticket. <laughs> I yeah. Say I, would I split never it. said that. I don't care. You will split it. If it's over a million, we split it. If it's over a million? Yeah. But if it's like 50K. You still want to split it? Yeah. Split it no matter what. You should say yeah, we split it. It doesn't matter what it is. All if right. it's like 10 bucks. Let's go it. right. Should we go to should we go 7 This is one? the exact opposite yeah. of what I just Let's said. We're all like <laughs> getting stressed out about the potential <laughs> winnings. Now we're doing the exact opposite. We're bringing fear into it. I don't know if we should get the ticket. I want to split it. We're doing. We're all, the, yeah, we're all like, wait, I don't want to split it. The po- the po- the point, and then we're not even going to buy the ticket. The, the point is to realize that the money's always flowing to you anyways and that you can't be in fear of, I don't want to give it away because then it's gone for good. If yeah. you give it away, you're going to I'm pretty sure I'm going to win. More money. I have a really good feeling that I'm going to win all the money. Are you going to split it, though? <laughs> Are you? Because if so, we're not going to meditate. We're going to let you do that and we're going to split. All right, so we're going to split it three ways. Yeah, let's split the winning. Let's have it on. 500 million each. That's enough. We can live on that, hopefully, for life. 5 million each? No, no. Uh, 150 million each, roughly. If 150 you million it, each? Is enough? If you Are you out to lunch? That's way more than enough. 150 you million could spend dollars. That fast. You buy a house for 10 mil. Why would you be buying a house for 10 mil? You 150 million. You invest it. You invest 130 million of that and live off of 20. And then you can become a billionaire if you do it right. Yeah, I thought or that. Or you're spending 10 million on a house. Or you million left. You could, uh, that could go fast. No. You, you don't Car, have to invest. house, a few vacations. I don't think. And then? You don't think you can live off? You don't think you live comfortably off a hundred? A cocaine addiction? I don't know. 150 million dollars. You can live comfortably probably. off of a hundred thousand dollars a year. When you're that, our whole life changes. What would you do with the money? Snort it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't do drugs. Um, no. So if you want to sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, yeah. I think um, actually, I think your best bet is not to take the lump sum, but to get the uh, payments through life. Because then you're guaranteed. No, I would take the lump sum. Would you? Because then yes. you lose. Yeah, me too. Because you, you don't know what's going to happen. The banking system, the Federal Reserve is so sketchy and untrustworthy. You don't know what's going to happen. But you would Something can happen to you that we're going to indict Brian on some crime or we're going to peg it on him and you lose all your money. True. You need to take that bag and run with it as soon as they're ready to give it to you. So there are 500 million. I think it's only get 30% if you take all at once, I'll, right? You take the lump sum. You always take the so lump sum. So what's 30% sum. of 500 million? What if the economy crashes? I'm like, oh, sorry. It's in the fine print that the lottery is like contingent on is the, it? on the uh, the interest rates and what do you, okay so what are you doing with your money your 100 million i'm not sure yet um we're gonna have it if you by next episode i mean so. I, yeah well i'm i'll probably buy a house how funny would it be if we actually house and an apartment a house and an apartment yeah where, i would where? have a house here in la and then an apartment in new york what would you and then i'd have a house, house in miami too I haven't been to Miami. We have to go. Yeah, let's go. I'd buy a house um, up the street from here on that one street, sprawling. That four million one is pretty nice. If you had one hundred fifty million dollars, you you would live just a few blocks from here, where there's homeless <laughs> no. people shitting on the no, street. Sprawling. It's not that. It's Spalding. Like, yeah, I've been sprawling. there. Sprawling. Think of the the areas that are <laughs> available here in the hills. 
on the beach. The Bel Air. Oh yeah, I guess I'd you'd go. pick a lot that's five feet away from the next house. <laughs> Wait, I, Brian's really nice uh, fucking his nice, way to the middle. It was a nice house. I would honestly probably pick a house that's like Topanga or something where it's completely off the beaten path of this, but I would yeah. ha- really into Topanga. Yeah. No, I'm Can we re- do a Topanga. Topanga is basically Can Malibu. We Can we go to Topanga? It's I've never been. I also want to go. Let's go. When you're back from the Nash. Yeah. So I'm flying to Nashville tonight mm-hmm. uh, and I'll be back next week on Wednesday. We have to get the lottery tickets though. Yeah, but we'll do it next week. No, we'll do it now because otherwise someone else is going to win by next week. Oh. Oh, when did, when's the drawing? It was last night. We need to meditate for 30 days. We don't have belief systems that are going to let us win. <laughs> Maybe. Terry's ready. <laughs> okay, but we can do the lottery ticket either after we Let's do it today. ending this podcast. Yeah, today or we'll do it. Next Why don't week. we each? Okay, this is what we're gonna do. We're each gonna buy the Mega Millions two bucks and a dollar scratch off. So we're each gonna spend three dollars. Okay, sounds good. What's the max you can win on the dollar one? It's actually yeah, not that much usually. It's like a thousand. We're doing like the white trash version of <laughs> enlightenment. Yeah, we'll flip a coin and then we'll do um, blackjack at the uh, East LA. But casino. I mean, if we do the scratch thing we should do it on the podcast we should right so we can see if okay, we win cool. anything so let's get the mega million today and then we'll get scratchers and do them on live yeah let's but do Wednesday, it okay wednesday but, next but week but they already gonna announce the mega million winner winner by oh next yeah week? probably so then we can put your report we can you imagine win. if we wanted <laughs> we all will video, win like, some of us will <laughs> all this book yeah that'd be crazy that would be so crazy this would be a documentary before before life before this footage the million be splashed all over the oh news and also be used in court because everyone all of us be suing each other probably <laughs> no <laughs> i was joking no amanda that was serious no if i if i will sweet it it's not legally blind. if i if i had the money i'd probably get a nice uh a nice like condo more in the city but i'd want like a residence like a little bit outside of the city would you stay in la I'd have one home here, $150 million. I wouldn't stay in one place. New Where York, would you want to live? Probably a place in Massachusetts, a place in a, an apartment in New York, Miami, and too many places. In LA. I would just say, no, I'd get one place in a hotel everywhere else. Or a timeshare if you're one of those guys. I don't uh, You have $150 million dollars during timeshares. I'd probably Airbnb no, a place. Get, yeah. I would get my own place to do a shared room, <laughs> make sure the host is okay. <laughs> I would do, I don't know. Where I would I'd buy place. it all. Yeah, why not? And then you can always sell it. These are assets you can sell. It's not yeah. a sunken cost. I w- it's a sunken I cost if you live in hotels. Fund, yeah. I would fund my own movie for sure. Eh, maybe not. About what? That would blow all the money. <laughs> you, that's a way to blow a lot yeah, of money. Yeah, that's, that's a money. A lot of money. Tommy Wiseau blew like $50 million on the room. Did he really? <laughs> yeah. $50 million? Yes. Something like that. That's no. crazy. That is absolutely crazy. Hey, Siri, how much did Tommy <laughs> Rujo spend on the room? Tommy Wizzo. I don't see Tommy Wiseau in context. Hey Siri, how much was the movie The Room? Budget. Budget. You have to stop asking her. She yeah, never gives this accurate answers. This is, this is answers. three people on a couch, not three people in an AI. <laughs> why, why do we even have this? It never works. I never use it. It's it no, works. no Siri, one ever uses it. Siri is like gross to me. Alexa, the, the idea that these things are always listening and waiting to mine my data and listen in, I find it disgusting, to be honest. I don't find it. You know who's not going to sponsor this podcast? <laughs> nor do I want it. I mean, I, I, honestly, I honestly had like four Google Homes back in Sweden. Four? Yeah. Wait, what did you call the Google Home? 
What do you mean? Like it's just Siri, like Alexa. Oh, I just say, hey, Google. I and then it answered. And that was actually the best one of, of the AIs that was available. And they also like controlled my entire life. My my all my lamps and like my power sources. You had a smart house. Dating, yeah, I got a smart profile. Oh, my dating. Honestly, I came from a Google broken home, so it was just a little different for me to have that technology around. It was a lot of triggered like trauma for me. I get it. <laughs> but uh, real talk, I don't I don't like the idea of things listening in on me. I don't really care too much because I don't. We don't. We don't care now. But when they're building like the Amanda file and they know all your habits and they're tracking you know everywhere you whoa, are, it's just it's too much. Hang on. When they're building the Amanda already, file, they already yeah. are. But when it, but when they're taking all, it to another level, all of your online activities currently tracked, right? Yeah. Everything. Every search browser, Facebook, Google, everything you search, look up, all of your insecurities, your fears, your loves. The only thing it doesn't do is not allowed to put a name to you. But it puts a number to you instead to track everything. So they, everything put a, they put a name to you. No, they don't. Okay, Brian. Well, don't. okay. Well, officially, that helps you sleep to. well at night. The thing that they're trying to do is now scan your face, and now, now they can create a replica of you. That's where it goes too far, where they create like a an AI, Amanda. I love this though because I love sci-fi movies. <laughs> You're like, you I want it to happen. love. No, I mean, how would we know if it's the real you? What if they already? Do you know James that? Dean is coming back for a movie? Oh, hologram? Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, I didn't know. You know who James Dean was? No. <laughs> <laughs> he was an uh, actor, Rebel Without a Cause. He died in the 60s? 60s or 50s? 60s. And he's didn't coming he, back he, for a the movie. the breakfast sausage guy? What? Jimmy Dean, right? No, James. You don't know who James Dean is? Yeah, he's like the old Hollywood actor. He's not old. He died in his, like, when he was 28. And all but, like, the 1950s Hollywood. Yeah, Rebel Without a Cause. He was a guy, James Dean, slick back hair, leather jacket, white tee, James Dean. Yeah, yeah I know. So is. he died, and his, um, <laughs> he's dead. And, uh, the Remember that guy you loved? He's dead. He died a brutal life. <laughs> brutal, brutal, brutal. A studio. A Never studio, coming back in a million years. A studio bought the, his rights, his likeness, his voice, his image, and they recreated it using AI. So he's starring alongside real actors in a, an upcoming war film. That is awesome, though. However... His family is, is so a little cool. bit angry because he was against the war and he's starring as a soldier. But do they even need actors anymore if they're just going to be doing this? No. Right now, well, no. Eventually they won't. In terms of AIs, like AIs are great as long as we can get them working symbiotically with humans and not replacing us or taking over control of our society. That's why I'm not big on like, yeah, AIs in movies, yeah, AIs in this and that, because it's all the, the tiptoe of going towards something that can easily get out of control. That being said, I'm buying a sex doll as soon as I can afford it. <laughs> all right, so the outro. Guys, thank you so much for watching. Already an hour. This is three people on the couch, and we're going to be coming at you. With a lottery ticket. That we're going to split. Lottery tickets. We're going to come at you at different cities, different couches, <laughs> same lovable personalities. <laughs> Brian, Amanda, same. and Steve, thanks for watching, guys. Bye. Bye.